0: hallelujah. Lift your hands and let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this opportunity in your presence before your word to be sharpened one more time. We don't want to be good for nothing. We don't want to lose our youth usefulness, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help us through your word in Jesus name. Amen. You may be seated, please. Wow. Thank you very much. Well, it's a blessing to be with all of you tonight. Tonight is a good night for the, for the word of God. Amen. And incidentally and also coincidentally happens to be LP Delas birthday. Are blessed. Amen. We are all blessed to have a birthday to celebrate. Amen. It also it's also uh, Monday's birthday. The girl who sang. Yeah, where is she? Huh. she was, oh, there she is. Ooh, there it is. Okay, it's also her birthday. So LP Della 1021. Monday. Monday also ten sixteen, 16 yeah. and it's also Kule's birthday, yeah. 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 Kule, Kule 10 ten fourteen. It's nice. We are blessed. Amen. It's a blessing. Amen. So it's the whole church. It's it's like November. November, when is everybody's birthday? Everybody has a birthday in November, and then everybody has a birthday in March also. So it's powerful. Say amen. amen. Good. Let's look into the word of God for a moment or two, and then we will round up for today. We're reading Matthew chapter 5 from verse number. From verse number um, 13, there's nothing wrong with the sound. Just the microphone is shaking. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not tight, that's all. Okay. I'm preaching from this book, Am I Good for Nothing? Written by Bishop Dag Hayward-Mills, all right? Powerful book. Now, this book is to help us as Christians not to become Good for nothing. Okay? When something is good for nothing, it means it's useless. Okay? Please put the chorus of the song that was sung, Good for Nothing. I think it tells us what we are looking at. Amen. It tells us what we are looking at. It says, I don't want to be good for nothing, I don't want to lose my usefulness. So, you are good for nothing when you lose your usefulness. Okay, and then it says, "I don't want to be good for nothing. I don't want to lose my saltiness." Amen. So we are use, We are looking at salt as um, the metaphor. Jesus used salt to represent us as Christians. Put the scripture there, Matthew five. You know, to represent the Christian. And by a look at salt, a careful look at salt and study of salt, we can understand how a Christian, how a church, how a pastor, how a shepherd can become good for nothing. And then as we see how the things that if you do or do not do, you become good for nothing, we intelligently, systematically, strategically avoid Those things, or do what it is asking, is expected of us, so that we never become good for nothing. Amen. Another definition of good for nothing is to become unprofitable. So, in Matthew 25, in the parable of the talent, the the, the, the servant who did not do anything with his talents and hid his talent, the, the master said, Cast ye therefore this unprofitable servant into outer darkness so when you are good for nothing means you are unprofitable amen you don't bring any profit home do you get if you were to start a business and the business is always chowing money but never brings anything home then the business is unprofitable therefore good for nothing Are, are we together do we understand each other So my prayer is that none of us under the sound of my voice by virtue of this book that has been written to us will become, will ever be described as good for nothing in the house of the Lord. Amen. So it says, you are the salt of this world, Matthew 5. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt had lost its savor, Wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Hallelujah. Verse 14. It says, ye are the light of this world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid." Verse 15. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all unto all that are in the house. So this is talking to Escom. Anyway, sixteen. <laughs> in- initially, when I read it, I thought he was talking to Escom, but verse sixteen tells me that it's not to Escom. Okay, it says, let your light, your light, your, the, your, the, the your that is reading the verse. It says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. May our light shine to all the world that they will see our good works and glorify almighty God. Amen. Can I get an amen? amen. Good. So we started to look at the things. That makes a Christian good for nothing by looking at the things that make salt good for nothing. We looked at the fact that when salt loses its taste, it's good for nothing. Amen. Amen. When you have food that doesn't doesn't have salt in it, it's tasteless. And usually food that is tasteless is rejected. It's only a hungry man that eats food that is tasteless. And I'm saying that some of us may not have had the opportunity to have options so that you can turn down food. Do you see? So you, you, you may be arguing at this point that food is food, but food is not food. The Bible says that to, an, to a hungry man, everything is nice. So when you are hungry, everything is nice. But when you have options, that's when you will say that, no, 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 I don't like this. I like this. I prefer this to this. Because this tastes nicer to me than this. Amen. And I'm saying one of the things that give taste to food is salt. Do you get it? Major taste. Even, we learn that even sugar, sweetheart, are you with me? Okay, good. We learn that food, sugar, say sugar. 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 Even the taste of sugar is even better defined when there's salt. Or the presence of salt makes the taste of sugar better. Amen. So salt makes things taste better. That's it. And I said the food, I don't even want to talk about this a lot. I've talked about it. I, I, don't know, I don't know why I'm worrying myself. <laughs> But we said that, that the food of a Christian is the word of God. So when we don't preach enough of the word out there, which we will come to in today's preaching, which is why I don't want to dwell on this, we become good for nothing. God is expecting to let let to, to see our light shine to everybody so that they can see our good works and give him glory. When we don't do that, we lose our taste. And when we lose our taste, we are good for nothing. So how do you avoid not becoming good? By preaching the word of God, preaching it properly, preaching it to everybody, preaching in a way that everybody can understand. Hallelujah. We also looked at, what did we look at last week? We said, you are good for nothing if what happens? If you lose your when you don't prevent evil and corruption as a Christian. We say salt is a, it, it, it's a preservative. You want to keep something um, fresh for a long time, you add salt to it. You put salt, you salt it. Amen. I know of some fishes that never rot because they've been salted and dried. Do you get it? Salted and dried. So they can be there for years. The longer they are there, the more potent they become. Yeah, I tell your neighbor potent. Yeah, the longer they are there. So so they preserve corruption. They preserve the thing from getting rotten. As a Christian, you must help to prevent our society from getting rotten. Amen. If you are in the university, in your room, in your rest, you must help to prevent evil, the spread of evil. Rather, do not become somebody who perpetrates. Rather, you are like the you are like the EFF of evil. Now, understand the the, the vocabulary. You understand it. I'm not saying EFF is evil, but you are like the perpetrator, the one enforcer, the pusher. Because currently, EFF are the people who push things. They say, we are going on a national shutdown. We are going on a this. We are going, we don't hear anything from our other brothers. Do you see it? Uh So you are like the, you provoke. Like, if they are looking for people who cause confusion at lectures, you are one of them. When your lecturer is coming, he's praying that you don't show up. Meanwhile, Sunday, you will come to church and between God is fighting for why don't you let God fight for you on campus instead of you fighting do you get it yeah 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 the lecturer is praying that you won't show up because you are you are a problem causer when you come i mean you are forward which means you are always going in the opposite direction of where everybody is going a troublemaker to say it in zulu a troublemaker but let's be people who our presence prevents evil our presence prevents evil people are motivated to do the right thing when they look at you people should use you to advise their children say amen, amen. they should say why don't you be like this girl why don't why can't you be like this boy where they are using you, you as the example not that they are telling you that why can't you be like this guy Or they tell other people, don't be like you. (laughs) It's like the parents are advising their children. They look, they say, No, not this, no, no. Don't never be like every day. His eye is red, like he has just come from the moon. Red eyes. Hey, he's always in a zone. Don't become like him. May you not be used for a bad example. May you rather be a good example. Let your light so shine to all men that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who see him. Today's one is a quick one. You are good for nothing. It's chapter 5 of this book. You are good for nothing if you do not do enough. Amen. You are good for nothing if you do not do enough. How many of you have eaten food that doesn't have enough salt in it? There's salt, but there's not enough. Husbands, amen. Amen. And please, if you bring the food and we say the salt is not enough, trust us what you what is on your plate the salt is enough for you but for us it's not enough stop giving us medical advice to cover for your inadequacy no today we are talking about it's not enough another day we can talk about too much salt but today we are talking about but don't don't start to advise as you see so too much salt is not good for your body and uh, it causes um, osteoporosis and, hey, just and uh, maybe you you should use uh, you should stop using colgate and start using flora and water again Aquafresh, because aquafresh will make the food taste nicer. Stop all these daughters, wives, stop all this argument. The person who's eating the food for it to go into his stomach, he's saying that this, your the one you made last week, it was okay. Last week when I made it, you didn't complain. And did you use a machine to make the food? Is it a robot that made the food? Once it's a human being that made it, there will always be variations. There will always be variations. So, last week when I made it, you were eating and you were smiling. And last week he was hungry. So, taste was not... His main priority was filling the stomach. It it wasn't taste. But this time he has had branch. So, he's not that hungry. So, now he can... Taste the food, different, different aspects of the food. Different flavors of whatever he's eating. Now he can taste it. Then now you are saying that, you are arguing. Instead of, you are talking about hypertension. You, say you have too much sodium in your system. It will lead to a this and that. If he doesn't have enough sodium also, he will become dehydrated. Don't you know that? Hallelujah yeah 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 yeah. so stop uh, say Say man yes yeah 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 but i'm saying that you when you have food and the salt in the food is not enough it's as useless as no salt because when we are eating we want to taste what we are eating hallelujah now as a christian Also, there are things that we are expected to do to have a certain effect on the world. If we don't do enough of it, it's as useless as not doing it at all. Then you become good for nothing. If you don't do what you, imagine the girl who was singing, which one should we use, the birthday girl or the other one? The girl who was singing, in the middle of the song, she has stopped. Look, when we were young, not, yes, when we were young, we were young then. It's over 25 years ago, so we were young. We are still young. We are still young. But we had a guy who used to play the keyboard, play the drums, and play the bass guitar. But I think his main thing was either the bass guitar or the, in fact, two of them. Remind me to tell you the second one, okay. He used to play the keyboard. He can be playing for the choir. As the choir is singing, in the middle of the song, he just leaves the stage. He's going. He's going out of the church. He's bored with somebody in the choir. (laughs) No, you are. The choir is singing. Pastor Mel, play for us. Can I have a birthday girl come? Uh, What What are you supporting? You come. Still come. I just need your uh, Spololo. Come. I need your black, black uniform. This is my choir. Please come and stand there. Yeah, you are in the choir finally. You are singing bass. So stand at the back. Anyway. Help, help, go and lead the choir. You are the leader. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So please play for them and then they are singing. Singing, they are singing. Okay, sing a song. Sing a find your own song. Just one song. uh-huh my usefulness. I don't want to be. So I'm the choir director. then ask them. Oh, please give them some sound. Give them some juice. Uh-huh. play their drums for. Well. Thank you. The choir is, my choir is growing. And it's working. You can't them mics. My, my ministry is working. uh uh-huh. I don't want to be. I don't want to be good for nothing. I don't want to lose. Okay, one second. You see, the church is working now. Then maybe, and the guy, he knows music. It's like Pastor Merlin. He understands the musical. So maybe he has told me that... Come forward a bit. So, uh, oh, okay, good. You are fine, you are fine. So he has told me that at a certain point, I should lift my hand this way. Then at that point, I don't lift my hand. Let's go. I don't lift my hand. This way. As soon as I do He gets up from the keyboard. He's gone. You, you can't believe it. I said, you don't, you can't believe what... The, let's go. I don't want to be... I don't wanna be. I don't wanna be. Good for nothing. I don't wanna be. I, I don't, don't wanna. wanna be. He's gone, no. I mean, he walked out I of the be. church. He's gone. Don't for the day. Out. Uh, Pastor Mel, you I even going to, He will walk out. So if this is the eggs and that church, the way it is, is that. You go to the back to get out of the door, then you walk on the side. So and the side is glass. So the whole church can see him. We were on a balcony upstairs. So he has to walk all this way. Then he goes down the stairs and he's gone. He's bored, he's gone. Yes, the song is in the middle. Old. And then that's it. That's it. Sometimes the song, even I don't want to be, you are all singing. Sometimes the song is sad that it cannot be a cappella. It cannot be sung a cappella. So there they are, they are stuck there. Their choir ministry has ended. Even the drummer has nothing to do again. I said, if he's playing the ender guy, he could play the keyboard, the drums, the bass guitar, the lead guitar. So whatever instruments, he, you have to pray that he's not the one playing the keyboard if he's playing the drums it will affect but the main thing that control is the keyboard so it's like if he's playing he gets her he's gone he's angry he's gone after church he will come rehearse her. for next week we are doing re- yeah he has come he is not offended at the church home. he's fighting with the choir sometimes it's not even the whole choir just one person Like maybe he's sitting there. Then he's telling um, birthday girl, smile, smile. So he'll be giving her sign, smile. You know, we always want you to smile when you are on stage because you don't know who's watching. Then he said, smile. Then she doesn't smile. Then he'll get up. He's gone. He don't want to smile. Be there. You think I'll play the keyboard for people who don't smile? He's gone. I said he's gone. Sometimes he can even get angry before you start singing the song. As soon as they, let's welcome the choir. So you are going on the stage, then something angers him. Then he changes his mind, he's not going on the stage again. And when he decides that he's not going on the stage, he's not going to sit down. He's going out of the church. So he plays the keyboard, but he won't play enough to sustain the whole ministration. So it's as good fun. I could, I, could, I could see my pastor believing God to get a new instrumentalist, at least a keyboardist. After Santa, we had another keyboardist come and they were tight friends. Now, he doesn't have the confidence to work out. So he, he, he used to get surprised. Where is he going? What's happening to him? But when they, like at rehearsal, when they are full, they fool around together. Spot the who Thank you very much, my Your ministry will expand. Now, I'm saying this to say that anything you do that you don't do enough of, is as good as not doing it. Because you don't do enough for it to have the right effect. I wanted to tell you a story about a second guy, but next week if you come to church, God willing, I'll tell you. He took yeah. keyboardists like that. Yes. Look, he can get angry and start playing something else. He took keyboardists, bass, guitarist, drama, everything. He has all the gifts you can think about. Like the choir is there, he's angry with the choir. So you are, you are singing, I don't want to, now he's angry, so he's playing, God is working, he's up to something. You are in the middle of the song but he has changed what he's playing because he's bored. Yeah, yeah, so when you say, I don't want to be there, he's playing. God is working. He's up to something. (laughs) That's where you understand the word sabotage. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm saying that everything you are doing, every good thing we are supposed to do as Christians, when we don't do enough, it's as useless as doing nothing. That's it. So ask yourself, because what are you trying to achieve? Whatever you are doing, you are trying to let it have a certain effect, and for it to have that effect, just as soul, it must, it must have, a, it must be a certain, it must be enough. There must be a certain quantity. So if you are singing, are you singing enough? If you are praying, are you praying enough? If we are winning souls, are we winning enough souls to have the right effect? we remember some people did what we are doing now and it had the right effect that's why Christianity has survived up to today to meet us what will we hand over to the next generation Will we do enough so that there can be something to hand over to the next generation or we will be like that my keyboardist friend used to and my wife used to be the leader of that choir she was always stranded yeah 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 that's why she had to train to master keyboards no keyboards everything you have to plan for it that look he can leave you in the middle so it's a contingency plan if he lives in the middle this is what we are going to do if he <laughs> you don't understand yeah you don't understand no it was good training good 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 training hallelujah now six things that you must do enough of or that we must do enough of so that we don't become good for nothing. Six things. Number one, are you ready for number one? What's my pin code for my iPad? I've remembered (laughs) finally. Number one, you must pray enough. To have the right effect on the world, we must do what? Pray enough. As Christians, we must pray enough. We are battling against Satan in this world. And the Bible says, we wrestle, we battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and wickedness in high, spiritual wickedness in high places. Do you see? So, these are the things we are fighting. And the only way we can fight them is through prayer. So, are we praying enough? As a church, are we praying enough? As pastors, are we praying enough? As shepherds, are we praying enough? As Christians, are we praying enough to have a positive or a certain impact or effect on our generation, on our city? Are we praying enough? Today's Christians don't even pray at all. Today's pastors don't pray at all. Even before we talk about praying enough. Jesus prayed for three hours. When was the last time you prayed for three hours? Jesus prayed for seven hours. When was the last time you prayed for seven hours? Jesus prayed all night. When was the last time you prayed all night? Jesus prayed all day. When was the last time you prayed all day? Jesus was shocked. You see, the, the situation was the same in Jesus' time. He went with his disciples to pray in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he found they couldn't even pray for one hour. He said, let's pray. Somebody is coming to kill me. Let us pray. Which could be the most terrifying time? You know, when, when you are under pressure, you do so much. Now, what, what, what time could be so press, as pressurizing us? Your master is about to be killed. Your friend is about to be killed. Even when your menses don't come, you are able to pray for a long time. How much more when somebody is about to be killed. When you know why it is not coming. I don't want to be good for nothing. I don't want to lose. My usefulness. (laughs) No, tell me. What time could be so crucial? So crucial. When you have written an exam which you have not studied for. you, You are able to pray. Is it as crucial as your friend is about to be killed? There's a plot, your pastor, there's a plot against your pastor. What's the best, what, what time do you want to pray? Isn't that the best time to pray? So Jesus was about to be killed and he took his best friends. If he, look, you know if you are taking the whole church, you'd have said, oh you know the church, they are different people. If you are taking all the pastors, you that are saying that oh you know some are tired some are coming from night shift some are coming from day shift some have been driving the whole day some have been walking the whole day some have been here so you know a lot no 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 even among the pastors he selected the the main what what was the term um, that the woman the seniors he selected the seniors he called them one two three the seniors they went as a team to go and pray. Let's go and pray so that this situation that is coming, God can help us. Hey! He was shocked when he came back. He found his seniors sleeping. I mean, sleeping. Snoring. (laughs) Peter was having a dream. How did you know he he was kicking his legs like that? He was having a dream of riding a bicycle. In the dream, he was riding the bicycle so you could see him doing that in the dream. Yes. James, he had just put his eye here he was smiling. <laughs> he was having a dream. He's at the mall, chilling. After just one hour, he said, hey, you can't pray. Wake up and pray because we are in trouble. Then he went to pray again one hour. By the time he came asleep. When he came to bed, I said, "Look, <laughs> the way it is. Just continue sleeping. It's okay. I don't want you to feel guilty when I come. So just continue sleeping. Just sleep, lala call. Just continue. Anyway, <laughs> just continue sleeping. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are we praying enough as a, as Christians? I mean. Do we pray daily? Do we pray? Are we praying enough so that things can change in our lives? I mean, somebody was telling me of a problem that they had. Say. They pray. Uh, do you understand? Ah uh, uh, means the Ah uh, depicts the length. Yeah, the length of the uh, prayer. Uh. Some people say we prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and pray. Which is different prayers. Like if, if one bundle of prayer is... One hour, so we prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and but seven seven hours. That's what they are saying. So pray that God is not answering. So I said, Look, let's be serious. When did you pray? So when I was I'm going to sleep, then I pray. When I wake up, then I pray. I said, Ah, you want to solve this? Your serious problem with this going to sleep. You are even half asleep, oh half asleep you are in sometimes you don't even say amen your amen is in the morning then you say you prayed through the morning you prayed all night that's when you start telling us that sleep is part of prayer sleep yes sleep is part of long prayer sleep is part of long prayer but there should be more prayer than sleep the sleep should be like salt like spices once you pray then you doze then you, realize, then you wake up. Then you continue to pray. But not that you have slept. down, huh? you have rolled. I mean, you've rolled from this side of the bed to the other side of the bed. By the time you you your eye open, you are holding both pillows: your pillow and your husband's pillow. You are holding all like this. That's too much sleep. <laughs> you, you are you are hugging the wall. <laughs> you have slept too much? Tell your neighbor you have slept too much. We must pray enough. Can somebody say amen? Number two. Number two. This one is becoming a long one. Number two. We must preach enough to affect the world. We don't want to be good for nothing. So we must preach enough to affect the world. As a church, we must preach enough. As Christians, we must preach enough to affect the world. Remember last week I told you that preaching is what cures the world of evil. The more you know the word of God, the more you depart from iniquity. The more you know God, the more you leave evil. The more you are able to fight evil. So the more we preach to people, the more it has the right effect for them to depart from evil. So I told my own roommate that this thing is going, it's not good and then you stop there. You have to keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. Today, we, are, we all have the opportunity to preach. You have your social media to use to preach. You have your TikTok, Instagram, what again, Facebook, YouTube. Everybody has it. Everybody must have a YouTube channel that you use to promote the kingdom of God. You need to promote the word of God and the kingdom of God. Yeah, seriously. Everybody must have one. Your TikTok, instead of being on TikTok and twerking, use it to preach the word of God. I don't want to be good for nothing. I don't want to lose my. Instead of being on TikTok fighting with your ex, making videos about your ex. Why she's the devil. Today's episode on how your ex. No, my ex, the devil. Tomorrow's uh, episode, my ex, the Jezebel. The next day's episode, my ex, the Delilah. Hey! My ex. <laughs> My ex, the Judas. Where is Lot's place? What is it called? My ex from Sodom and Gomorrah. My Sodom and Gomorrah ex. You are making all these videos about your ex. Why don't you make a video about how to be born again on your TikTok, on your Facebook, on your Instagram? Why don't you even take one of prophet's books and say, like we just finished with others. Why don't you take it and make a video and even showcase the book and even read one, one, just... Just even the scripture that is here, let nothing be done for vain glory. Let not, look not every man upon his own things, but also on the things of others. Why can't you just, you just, welcome to, hello today, it's your boy here. I want to tell you something. Let's think about other people. The Bible says in Philippians 2 verse 4, let nothing be done for, oh, look not every man on the things of others. On his own things, but also on the things of others. Let the mind of, let this mind be in you as was in Christ Jesus. Jesus is our example. We must think about other people. Other people, you have finished your video, 30 seconds, bam, we will all upload it on our, 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 our statuses and things. Rather, you are sitting there smoking, hubbly babbly, and disappearing in the smoke. When we are looking for you, we don't only need a link to find you on Instagram, but when we get on Instagram, we have to open the smoke, look for you, and pull you out. Ah, my God. Ah, you are smoking happily, bubbly, and drinking hot water to just keep your temperature right. How? How? you see today all of us have a voice by the introduction of social media everybody has a voice yeah even if your voice is not nice everybody has a voice why don't you use it to promote the things of god why don't you tv yeah why don't you take one of prophet's messages cut a place that blesses you and come and imitate it you are the video he is the one preaching but you are the one in the video because it's your Instagram. You are the one we know. So when he says good for nothing, then you also do good for nothing. Hey, that's all. That's all. That's all. Even unbelievers, when he did don't answer one, don't answer. Even unbelievers were using it globally. You are his, his child in the Lord. You will never, we will never open your status and see that you are saying something. You just, you, just for personal aggrandizement. That's all we do. Hey Bishop, but once in a while I post some church pictures, is it enough? come. Wow. You see, this boy today is his birthday. He's wearing black and white like me. Just so you know, black and white is the uh, the colours of the season. Yeah. It, well, Bishop, when did Sarah I'm apostle? Nobody says it, but you see it everywhere. You open your eyes. Ah, why? Let's go up. Okay. You see this boy? Do you know how I noticed him? I noticed him from his videos. Yeah, I noticed him from his videos. Every time I open, I'll see him on Facebook. He see that pre- I don't even understand what he's preaching about. But he's preaching Zulu. He says Zulu, Zulu preacher from Sweetwaters. He's imitating some preaching. This sometimes he can even be doing just praise and worship. Just live praises. He's not the one singing you no. Know. He's playing you know, and he'll just be dancing oh yeah, he'll just be, that's how I notice him. So when I noticed him, then I called his pastor and I said to his pastor, take this boy seriously. Stop looking at him as a small boy. Stop looking at him as a small boy. Take him seriously. That's how I notice him. It's not his height or, I mean, no. It's that I noticed him on social media. So I said, but take him seriously. How old are you today? Eighteen. 18. You are almost Ellen Harlan's, how much, how old is Harlan? 21. How old is Jude Belliam? 19. 19. By now you should be signing a professional contract or some. So you are old enough. Old. Pastor, stop looking at the people that they are children. You'll be, today's world, today's world is for children. I said, today's world is for who? Children. You can't even do things on your phone. Your child will take the phone. You have locked the phone. Your child, baby, baby, six months old baby. You see, he has opened the. the he knows the pin code. Six months. Uh, Look, what's the name of that guy? Titus. You'll be surprised. He knows your pin code. He knows your pin code, but you don't know. Even me, I went to my tablet. I can't remember my pin code. Six months old baby. It's open. That's all. yeah. Even when you come and say, "Bring it," let me open it for you. Be shocked! Thank you, Kule. Use it. Use it. Instead of using it for foolish things, you are using it to fight with your pastor. There was a season that people were using their statuses and their Facebook to fight with their pastor. Every day by the time you wake up, they have put a status. That is neither blue nor green. Yeah, deep blue green. They will say we didn't mention your name. Yeah, I said there's a tall guy who comes on Tuesday night and preaches foolishly. But they have not mentioned your name. Yeah, who the cap fits, let him wear it, as Bob Marley said. Yeah. Cinderella, who the shoe fits? If it fits, wear it. While souls are going to I told you of the vision the girl shared with me on Sunday. Souls were perishing and demons are guarding them and sending them to hell. You are using your status to fight with your mother. And your grandmother. Your grandmother, she doesn't check status. She doesn't even know how to get to status. <coughs> she doesn't check status. She doesn't even know what you are saying. But you are busy there. I saw you busy fighting with your mother on your status. You, know, you can use your status to bless somebody. You can write, call me. Call me if you need a prayer and it's on your status why not i said why not why not some of you your friends and the people on your social media know you for something else far apart from the gospel of jesus christ why because you are not doing it enough once a while you post something about church that you went to church but once a while they even when they see the picture they think you went to a funeral Number, number, I want to finish. I have five minutes. I want to finish. You say, what is my code again? <laughs> number three. Number three is the same as number two. You must write and publish enough books if you are going to have a certain effect on the world. Which is what I'm saying. We all have our Facebook. We are, I, 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 I'm not an author, at least not yet. I don't know any of you who is Yet. Do you see? But generally, we all have Facebook to write on. We all have um, Instagram platforms to write on. Why don't you write? If, if you don't have any, Look, I'm, re- I'm, reading, I'm currently reading a book by David Young Cho. Do you see? And I, when I read something exciting, I copy it and I put it down. Recently, I copied one and I put it on my Facebook. Even myself, when I read what I've put on my Facebook, I know, I know that I can't write such a thing. It's too deep. <laughs> it's too deep. He was talking about the love of God. It was so deep when I saw it. I said, wow, this is really, really deep. That God loved us so much that even with our faults, he still made a plan. His love for us were so precious to him that he still, in spite of our sins and our mistakes and letting him die in our faith, he still made a plan for us to Come and be with him because we are so precious to him. And I said, me, if you give me even a thousand runs to write this, I can't write it. I took it. I put it on my wall. Why don't you take some and put there? Yeah. Bishop, I don't know what to say. There are so many books. Copy something that blesses you and put it there. Even your quiet time, put it there. You are also a publisher now. You don't need a book to be a pub. You have your Facebook. You have your Instagram, Twitter, all these things. Why don't you write on Twitter? Jesus is coming soon. A bishop, but if I write it, that girl who I've been inspired, if she's sister, so let's go. I don't want to be good for nothing. Number four, number four. Pastor Melly, don't worry your heart. I don't want to listen. You must, we must plant and build enough churches for the church to have the right effect in our place. That's number four. We must plant enough churches. One church in sweet waters will not have the right effect. It's a church, but it's not enough. will not, even one church, how many members does it have? How many people in that place come to the church for it to have the right effect? So one church is not enough. So many churches. Many of us, if not all of us, must become church planters. Yeah, hey, pastor, church, church planting starts with just leading by centers like that. Then you develop. So, as you grow, it also grows. As it grows, you also grow to have the right effect. To have the, the, the right. One pastor told me, you don't, you, don't, you don't grow to manage. You manage to grow. As you manage the little that you have, you will grow. You don't wait. When I grow, I'm now going to manage. Imagine at your age, you are now learning how to brush your teeth. Hey, that's why we who were born before technology, learning the technology things is difficult for us. It's the, even they teach us today. By tomorrow, we are forgotten. Yeah, today we understood it. We could do it. By tomorrow, we are forgotten. My children have this PlayStation, whatever PlayStation PS PlayStation play something like that, and they've connected the the things through the PlayStation. Me, in my time, we didn't, we were playing Tetris. Yeah. Tetris Bricks. Yeah. That's the closest we came to it. So I always tell them, look, I want to be able to do YouTube on my television. Meanwhile, the internet goes through the PlayStation. When they give me that, what the console or something. I don't know, X is Xbox. Okay, thank you. You see that even the name, I don't know which name. They said this one is Xbox. It means it's an extra large box or something. But anyway, when they give me the thing, when I press, it's like everything is Y, X, am I looking at chromosomes or what? Everything looks the same. I'm telling you. So before they go to, I say, put the flow on for me before you go. Turn it on now. Then they'll turn it on. If they go and in the middle, it passes. That's it. That's it. It's finished. I wish I could shout from my house to the school. please come and make the team play again. Yeah, me. Give me a remote. I can get to anywhere I want to get to. Whether uh, YouTube, I will get there. Anything, just give me a remote. But give me this X, 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 and Y chromosomes. I have to press something like I'm riding a motorbike. Please. number f- number 5 number 5 we have to give enough to have the effect that we must have give what enough give what enough i'm talking about financially support the church enough to have for your giving to have the right effect or else your giving is good for nothing your giving is good for nothing give enough give enough pay your tithes regularly paying your tithe is the basic entry level when it comes to giving entry level some of you even tithe you won't pay meanwhile one offering you gave good friday last year you say you are a giver I say, how many of you give offerings Oh, I am the giver. And you give only on Good Fridays and Christmas Day. Give enough. Give enough. Pay your tithe. Give offerings enough to have a certain effect or to have the right effect. David gave enough to build the temple of God. He gave enough that the Bible recorded the giving. Let me read it to you. 1 Chronicles 29, verse 3 says, Moreover, because I have set my, my love and affection on the house of my God, I have of my own proper good of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God, over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house. He gave an offering said like that. It had to be stated in the Bible. I'm looking for people who will give, sir, that we will take, we will notice that you have given. More importantly, to be noticed in heaven that you give. That you give. Even tithe, you won't pay. Hello? Am I in the right church? Even tithe, you won't pay. It's unfortunate. King Solomon also made a substantial offering when the temple was dedicated. I am sure other kings gave offerings towards the temple, but their offerings were not big enough to make an impact on the ministry. 2 Chronicles 5, 6 says, Also King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him before the ark sacrificed sheep and oxen, which cannot be told nor numbered for multitude." It's like it was so much that even as they were counting they were tired it's okay we can't count anymore we let's give let's let the bankers count it it's okay it's too much when we take it to the bank the teller will count it and tell us how much it is it's it could not be counted it was so much they couldn't count it for for the volume not that the people didn't know count it's not like that my treasurer Zanande it's not like that my treasurer who could count from 58, 59, 50, 10 that 50, 11, she doesn't know numbers like it was, it couldn't be counted because of the volume the volume of it the volume of it are, are, are we together? are you here? Give it, it's your birthday, give it a special offering, why not? to thank God I mean, not many people make it to your age you are rather with, I'm, as I'm going to church, I'm praying that bishop will give me a birthday. I'll give you nothing. Yeah. What are you giving God for keeping you up till today? People younger than you have died. Did he make it? What are you giving to God? And I went waiting my best, he says, my bachelor will come to give me a gift. What are you giving to God? God is also waiting you are his bestie. What are you giving to him for seeing you up to this point? Give enough. Giving enough refers to giving consistently. Giving when you have to give. Yeah, you give regularly and giving when you have to give. When you are expected to give. There's a time God expects us to give. When we take our harvest, God expects us to give. No wonder God established the tithe. It's so for when you get your harvest that you give your tithes. That you give your tithe. But you can get your harvest and you forget about God. When you can't say, take out another, you are now scrambling for some coins. Is there a coin in anybody's shoe? Now you are looking into your neighbor's bag. to By the time you realize you have taken uh, 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 that Zambak from the person's bag and you have given it as an offering, red Zambak. Red Zambak, you have given it as an offering. Zambak red. Yes, give, throw it to me. Just flick it. Yeah, if you give it to all means, not going. Red empty red Zambak. It's not like it's even full. That will put it at the entrance that people can be using to. It's empty. This is empty. I can even feel it. It has nothing in it. Even the sound it makes, it's hollow. It's hollow. Empty. Now you are, you, are, you are scraping the metal, the metal. The, very soon you have to put your lips in it. <laughs> because if you use your finger, there, there will not be enough here to get here. Yeah. Very, this one we have to use a toothpick. Empty Zambak. Yeah, give you because you, did, you 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 don't plan to give anything. So you put your hand in your neighbor's bag when you bring it out. You felt it. It's round. It's oh five runs. Then you bring. Hey, what a big five runs. Maybe it's two. It's glued together. Then you give it. In. Maybe it's two or five or two tigers. So it's ten runs. You put there. You put it in there when we open zambag empty. So please take your empty zambag. let us give enough imagine you are a wife you say you are going for shopping for groceries for the house and your husband should give you money for so Then he gives you what is not enough when you go to you can't buy anything you just buy oil and the money is finished you can't buy salt you can't buy aromat. you can't buy you buy fish you can't buy rice You buy mini meal, you can't buy the sauce to go with it. Yeah. When you see, so everything you are complaining, shouting at the shop owners, every day you guys are increasing the price, but the reality is that your husband is not giving you enough. He's not giving you enough. So though he gave you something, it's good for nothing. May we give so that God can say, This is good for something. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. Number six, we'll do it tomorrow. The book is there. It's just hundred rounds. Buy one. I'm not going to preach everything in the book. I'm just creating a desire. Number six is to travel enough, which is to go to a lot of places to preach the gospel. Enough, enough, enough of a lot of places. Enough places. Like, I've been preaching at z 10 Have you gone to Warb? Have you gone to Denison? Have you gone to which other one? Petriff. Petri, and then which one? Mahab, then which one? Sandmuse, then which one? Golden Horse Hall, Windell Hall, or Windell Hall? Which one again? I didn't go to z 10 so don't blame me. If I start mentioning the races at my university, will you know? Hello, Prop, and which one? What, the place where the blessings go, what is it called? Petri. Petri is where the blessings go. Yeah, how many of you are in Petri? I need to pray for you. Uh-huh. One of my church members is now in Petri. It's becoming a problem. Yeah, it's becoming a problem. Have you gone to Petri where all the blessings come and pack? To, for little children, little babies, 18-year-olds and 19-year-olds, who don't know how to do calculus, then they'll be harassing them there. Have you gone there to preach? Meanwhile, when you go to Nando's, you see, you say, these girls are all very bad girls, these men are bad. If you were to go there to preach, some of them will change. Some of them will change. Some of them will change. Have you gone to enough places have we, gone, we say we are in, in, in Peter Marysburg. Have we gone to all the places, enough places in Peter Marysburg to preach this gospel of Jesus Christ for it to make the necessary impact? Have we? May God have mercy on us and help us. May he help us to do his will and to do it well in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lift your hands, let's pray. Father, thank you for everybody who has heard this word today and who will hear this word bless us help us help us to do enough enough in the name of Jesus to do enough to have the right effect on our city on our generation in the name of Jesus amen if you are here tonight you are not born again you want to say pastor please pray with me I want Jesus to come into my heart to be my Lord and be my savior. I want to pray with you quickly as we bring the service to a close. If you are here like that, please lift up your right hand. Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to come into my heart, to be my Lord and be my savior. Lifted up your hand. I want you to just come to me. I'll pray with you quickly. Lift that up your hand, just come to me. Ma'am, please come to me. Let me pray with you quickly. Quickly, quickly. Don't worry, come just come. I'll pray with you. Help her. Help her. Come with the baby. Come with the baby. Come with the baby. I just pray with you. I just pray with you quickly. Wow, champ, how are you? My face bomb. That's right. Let us pray. Say this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that you are my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204-Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Marisburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.